0: Uh, hey, True Believers, sorry if this podcast doesn't sound as good as the usual show. (laughs) Funny story about that, actually. I brought my, uh, I brought my microphone, my big industrial microphone that I use for every episode, and, um, (laughs) I brought the wrong adapter for it, so it can plug into my iPod, but it can't plug into my laptop. And uh it's not like I can transfer over from the iPod to the computer in terms of audio. So unfortunately you're gonna have to deal with this. Um I don't know how the sounds, so I'm gonna have a little listen to what I just recorded and then we'll get back on the back on the road again. So the audio itself is technically fine, but you are hearing like a, a sort of static in the background. So I hope I hope that doesn't bother you too much. Anyway, so the, uh, the book we're looking at today is one that has a lot of influence today. And I didn't quite realize how influential this book was until I read it. because I wasn't really sure what the contents were. And so I do have this uh, collected um, in Essential Spider-Man or Essential Web of Spider-Man Volume 1. You can also find it in um, Black Suit Saga, that sort of reprint collected edition uh, situation. You can find it uh, reprinted in the True Believers editions, which I adore. They're a dollar. They're fantastic. They're high quality. Um, the issue of True Believers this is reprinted in is called Symbiosis, Venom Symbiosis. So if you see that issue at your comic book store, it's the same one. So this issue is uh, is written by Louis Simonson and drawn by Greg. L- <laughs> Uh, and <laughs> the issue starts off with Peter Parker in his closet and he's, uh, he's, he's thinking about how paranoid he is. Like, he's been having, um, sort of concerns about the black suit. Uh, but he's like, there's no way that the black suit escaped from the Baxter building, okay? Everything's fine, I'm just being paranoid. Um, I've been on edge since I, uh, I broke up with the black cat. Even though we both knew it was best for us. And so he, uh, he grabs his normal Spidey suit. You know, disregarding the uh black fabric that the black cat made for him because when he got rid of the black suit um, the black cat didn't like his red and blues as much, so she knitted him or not knitted. <laughs> Here you go he's a black suit spider man um that was an old lady, but you you probably couldn't tell that you're probably just very concerned anyway, so the black cat didn't like his red and blues as much. she thought that the um he was more attractive in the black, and so she made him a black suit that looked just like the symbiotic costume, only not a parasite. <laughs> and so uh, he puts the suit on, and he's thinking about like the issue in which Reed blasted the suit off of him with uh, Sonics. And so Peter Parker's putting his web shooters on, and he looks over at his bed where he placed the cartridges, and he's, uh, he's like, where where uh, where did my cartridges go? They're not anywhere around here. And so, he takes his web shooters off, and he looks in the mirror, and he realizes that the suit he put on is turning black, and it's, it's got that uh, venom spider on it. And uh, he realizes that he's been tricked by the black-suited costume. It's disguised itself to look like his normal costume, and it had indeed escaped the Baxter building, and is now trying to consume him once again. And so, we cut to outside. Uh, meanwhile... In Manhattan's Lower East Side these fellas with blue jackets that have got bird wings on the back robbing this old lady and um, the stuttering one who's got ginger hair and is called pigeon Uh, he's telling them that uh, since they robbed the bank they don't need to rob old ladies or anything in the streets anymore and the sort of leader of that trio Uh, with blonde hair is like ah forget about it it's fine don't even worry about it we ain't got no problems with the spider-mans and they get back to their base and um, we learn here that uh, their their leader their engineering friend who they were in prison with had gotten to know uh, Adrian Toomes really well while in prison with him and so Adrian Toomes had given him um, sort of slowly over time a lot of information in regards to building the vulture wings and so as an engineer he was able to um, recreate a version of the vulture wings and make uh, several sets of them so that him and his buddies can go around and rob places without without having to worry about police or anything like that and so uh he specifically says the leader says um listen don't if you see spider-man don't attack him alone call for help and then we'll, um, we'll wait for him to be super disadvantaged, sort of catch him off guard while he's at his weakest, and, uh, destroy him, and so we cut back to Peter Parker in his apartment in Chelsea, and, uh, he's dancing around the house, knocking crap over, because his suit is fighting him, he, he's becoming completely covered in a black goo, the black suited, um, Spidey costume, he's jumping all around the house, he's ripping things off the wall, he's, uh, Slamming himself against various surfaces and so he escapes through the skylight and lands on the, uh, the Rooftop of his building and he's he's saying how he's got to reach the Baxter building And so he he doesn't have his web shooters, but he's trying to compel the suit because it, it has to um, To some extent listen to his mental input And so he's he's using the suit to try to spin webs, but it's it, it's kind of working but not terribly effectively and So he's he's crashing through windows. Uh, I really love this art. You can really see the motion. There's a bit where he re- Slams into a, a glass on one side of a building and you see him sort of somersault through and smash out of one building and Faceplant into the next It's really good stuff Now I wish I could pronounce the artist's name because uh, he's, he's really count cal- talented and so we cut to um Mary Jane who's only several blocks away and she's shopping and she stumbles upon Aunt May and so we get a little bit of exposition here There's sort of like a, some character building And Aunt May is saying that she's upset with Peter and she hasn't talked to him in a while because of him um, him, him quitting his graduate studies in biophysics and so um, Mary Jane says that Pete's, Pete's really good at what he does and he enjoys what he does and right now photography is more important to him than science but, uh, anyway, the, the two hug and that sort of thing. We cut back to Spider-Man, and he's wobbling on the side of the wall. And uh, one of the vultures is like, oh, he's on he's on drugs or something. What's going on? Ah! And, um, so like a moron, this, this arrogant vulture dude decides to take on Spider-Man alone. And so, uh, he, he flies over and grabs him while his suit is tangling him up. And so, um... Peter Parker tries to hitch a ride saying, if all well, he don't let me uh, walk, I guess we'll have to uh, jump on this bus and and it'll walk for me. But then he gets tangled up in a street post and then uh, he's apprehended by the vulturettes, as they're called. Just silly. And they, um, they're talking about how they're going to take him up as high as they can and then drop him. But obviously the black suit doesn't want its host to die. And so it fights back. It allows Spider-Man to... Um, fight back against the vulturettes, and they end up at this clock tower, and Spider-Man kicks the vultures into the water, and with the final vulture, he crashes into the clock tower, and so, obviously, you know, a normal human can't, for some reason, (laughs) um, put up with the Amount of sonic bombardment that occurs when you're at the clock tower like that Like it's just melting his brain essentially, and so he has to fly out of there, but spider-man stays Because he's saying that um, You know I, either way I, I might die, but I'm not letting you infect the city or whatever. I'm, I'm taking you with me And so the suit leaves and it gets off of him because it has no choice It's weakened it starts to crawl down the stairs. It starts to escape But then it realizes that while it was bonded with Peter, like, it's developed um, feelings for him. And so Peter Parker's dragged down the stairs. bump bum, bum. But the onomatopoeias are really good here as well. They're all over the place, and they're really expressive. And so it drags him, like, he's bleeding from the nose and his orifices. And it drags him from from the uh, tower down the stairs and leaves him there. And... um, in the very short while, or sorry, in a very short while, Peter Parker will awaken and wonder, why did it save him? And it sort of like wipes, it sort of caresses his cheek as it uh, as it begins to disintegrate into nothingness from the sonics. And um, the, the next box says, it's a question that will haunt him for the rest of his life. And then the issue ends. And that's really good. It's really interesting. Um. It, it displays the relationship between Peter Parker and Aunt May. It, it displays the relationship between Aunt May and Mary Jane, between Peter Parker and his uh, in in the symbiote. A lot of setup, um, perhaps unintentionally. Like I think this was was meant to be the final chapter in the black suit saga altogether, but um, it obviously it it wasn't because Venom is a thing. <laughs> But yeah, this issue is really good. And as you could probably tell, a lot of stuff was heavily inspired by this issue. For example, I mean most prominently Spider-Man 3 was influenced by this by this issue quite heavily with the whole clock tower sequence and that sort of thing. Um, Spectacular Spider-Man, the 90s animated series as well. Every everything basically that has a Venom saga in it was influenced by this by this um, comic with the exception of the Ultimate Universe. Anyway, I, I would give this a strong recommendation if you're a, if you're a Spider-Man fan, or if you're interested in uh, in the history of Venom or Spider-Man or anything like that, because it is a very important issue in Spider-Man's mythos, and I think it's really well written, it's certainly very well drawn, it's, it's oh man, it's really easy to look at. It, it's, um, it's, it's good. Anyway, so you can find this collected in several things, you can find it uh, reprinted in the True Believers edition. You can find it collected in Essential uh, Web of Spider-Man. You can find it collected in the Web Suit or the Web suit, the Black Suit Saga trade paperbacks, um, and other places presumably. But yeah, I I'd give this a recommendation. The art's great. The writing's fun. I like the story. There's um there's a sort of deeper. Story going on at the same time between Peter and his uh, his black suit costume, it sort of leaves it up in the air, but uh, it doesn't intend to answer it, which I think is interesting, because uh, we always get, we're mostly we always get um like a sort of cathartic ending to stories, but uh, this one leaves it up in the air and it never intended to resolve the issue, and I think that's I think that's probably more interesting. Obviously, I'm glad they did resolve the issue in that the uh, the black suit did return and find itself with several hosts, including Eddie Brock, Mac Gargan, Flash Thompson, most notably um, those fellas. And so, this is a good this is a good prelude to the Venom movie as well. If you want to uh, you want to get up on on that sort of thing, I'll do I'll do uh, probably Lethal Protector or something the week that the film comes out, but. Um, until then, I'm probably not going to touch Venom at all. Anyway, uh, sorry this is a short episode. I'll try to drag you to 15, but um, I'm, I'm on vacation right now. I'm in a different province. I'm in Halifax, Nova Scotia, which is where I'm from. But uh, unfortunately, I'm currently living in Newfoundland um, in, in Cornerbrook. And so I'm not really able because I'm so busy with, with all my family and that stuff. I'm not really able to uh, to spend a lot of time making the podcast or that sort of thing. That's why my videos have all been outside recently, uh, and they've all been rather short. There's been no video essays. I probably will do a video essay at some point. I've got notes for one, so it's basically just recording what I've already got. Um, I'd like to do some novel reviews as well in the future. So maybe I'll uh, I'll, I'll try to get somebody else to read the novel. Or a comic book novel uh, and try to get them on, on the show and talk about it with me, or maybe I'll talk about it by myself, or maybe it'll just be a YouTube video. Anyway, uh, don't forget to follow me on Podbean if you like, and um, like the show. Please, please, please give me a review on iTunes if you enjoy the show, because that really, really helps. I mean that a lot. I know people say that, but it really does help, because um, the more reviews, the more positive reviews I have... The more my uh, my podcast will show up in searches and so if you want to get the podcast out there if you want me to to, um, Be able to commit more time to the podcast uh, Please please give me a review on itunes anyway, I'll um, I'll I'll talk you guys later Um, In other news there should be actually within the next couple of months There should be a new uh, animation up on the channel a new stop-motion because I got the uh, Arkham Asylum set, or rather, most of the Arkham Asylum set from 2012. And so I'll probably do something with that. Anyway, I'll, uh, I'll see you guys later. Bye. Thanks for, thanks for listening.